Ooh. Let me bring this up, bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. Mm. So my parents took Oliver to the zoo, and he got to pet kangaroos today. Yeah. And I haven't even petted kangaroo in my life, and so I was a little jealous. And the other thing was, dude, he, like, came home and was so stuck up. Like, he didn't even like me or Megan. All Hell because yeah. his grandparents took him to zoo. He then had a little attitude with us. Good. Piss me off. <laughs> no, no, that's how you should be, dude. You know, it's, it's not how it should be. Yeah, no. it is. No, yeah, it it's is. not. <laughs> he should be loving, especially when we allow him to go to the zoo. All right. We could have said no. And now I'm beginning to think we should have said no. Stop being such a John, bro. Dude, you know what? Why do you think that John has a little bit of piece of me that I can respect? And it does. <laughs> Not far off. See, I said John was a piece of shit. I never said I wasn't like him. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So... Maybe that's why you hated him so much for a second. You're like, damn, I see myself too much in there. Yeah. You know <laughs> me. Coach would have put me in fourth quarter. Would have been state champs. <laughs> Throw a pigskin over the mountains, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, it's just such a big deal right now because we have truly gotten to the halfway mark. We are now over on the next half of Smallville. We are I mean, now kinda. in season we're six, doing, baby. Season we're comics, six. We're doing comics and we're still going. Dude, are we doing the comic today too? No, 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 no. It'll be too long. Because also, it's weird. It's only part one. It's a one. strange... Yeah, it's a strange... Like, How does part one only fit between these episodes, but part two, which it's not like it goes forward into the future, is exactly happening at the same time, yeah. but you can't read it till then. I don't understand. Either way, there's a little hint that a story is coming. Which is very cool. Like, it was actually pretty cool to read that. FYI, it's about the toy maker. <laughs> but we won't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, see? So we're, we're foreshadowing things now. For, for people to have things to be able to look forward to, I like where that is heading. So maybe yeah. people are going to say, you know what? I'm going to stick with you guys forever. And ever. Yeah. Please. And ever, and ever, and break my heart. Okay. I promise I will love you forever. <laughs> so, we are on the season six premiere of Smallville. Zod, bro. Because last episode, season finale, which also was the last one to be on WB, this is the first one to be on the CW. Whoa. That transition, dude. It's fucking crazy, right? Before you get into the episode, I just wanted to pause real quick and say, by the way, Sebastian's not here. This is the first time ever. So True. I miss you, but also go to hell. Taylor literally said, I don't want another Mexican on the pod this season. <laughs> you know what? I've made this request for five seasons now. It's about damn time I get something. He's such a busy guy, dude. It was hard to even book him anyways. <laughs> But yeah, no, we really time for Zod. Yeah, he would have. Nah, we we really do feel bad, Sebastian. But yeah, like Taylor said, you know, just go to hell, man. You know, we're really crying on the inside, though. 
But actually, we got some cool, it's kind of cool because we got some fun facts. I mean, I have some. Um, the episode itself, it's kind of, you know, I will say because I didn't, I kind of forgot exactly how this season was going to proceed. I couldn't remember if this was going to be the plot for this season or the next season. But now it's obviously confirmed. I'm very excited for this season because this season rocks. Rocks my fucking socks, bro. Not only because of, like, the main story with, like, because that, the lingering Phantom Zone thing, but then also we got a lot of special characters coming into play now. I, I'm i just excited for the ride. I don't remember anything if Good. I've ever watched anything in Season 6. Good. So this would all be new material for me. Even this episode, I, I've never seen it. And I must say, it was okay. I think there were parts I really liked, and then there were parts that I hated, and then mm -hmm. there were fun facts I found out that really pissed me off, and I can't oh. wait to get into that because okay. it's probably the best scene in the episode, and yet it's, it's the only there? time it's the only time these people interact for the whole series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably the best part. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That is true. Oh yeah, it's... we'll have to dive into that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, sorry to, yeah. Once again, yeah, foreshadowing. No. Yeah, we're foreshadowing, guys, because the main thing is here. Lex has turned into Zod. Zod is in his body, and now Clark is in the Phantom Zone. So you know who the real hero is now, Metropolis? Lana Lang. Dude, I thought we were going to have a good little first episode podcast. We're not going to get into Smallville, the true story of Lana Lang, part six, the real hero. <laughs> Dude, she's been the hero since day one, I mean, to be honest. like. By the way, I didn't think it was possible. I really did. But this has got to be world record for the best plan already for this season. <laughs> this has it's, to be. It's crazy how she's really the hero since day one because she wished she made Martha's wish come true to have a son. So she was the hero there, and then burned the town down because of the meteor shower. And second season, uh, killed off Whitney pretty much. You know, he had to go. She didn't fight. She didn't fight for him enough to stay. So she was like, and "Yeah, then, go on." She. She killed off Adam. Absolutely ridiculous. Oh, yeah, dude. She was like, Clark, save me. I'm in the rain. Season then, three. Yeah. Maybe sometimes you got to take a bullet in the back for the one you go. <laughs> sometimes you got to break your leg from a horse, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, we have a nice special DC Comics character, an original one coming to play again, very first episode of this season. And then... um you know what's the crazy whole... about it too? I what? hated the introduction and when this person's introduced, but then and the very last scene, they kind of then win me over completely. And now this may be my favorite person in the entire show. Yeah, I, I saw that coming, to be honest. And you even called it too. Do you remember when you called it? When did I call this? When, uh, when Chloe had her internship, bro. Did I? I call so many things. It's hard for me to keep up. I uh, well, I'll come I... to it later on. I'll come to it later on. But <laughs> yeah, it's a big deal, guys, because two nerdy idiots are back for season six. Smallville, episode one. Season six. Zod. It's amazing. Zod. We're really here. Kneel before me, bitch. Kneel before Zod, bro. But yeah, 
Um, we're just going to go ahead and get into it because, I mean, we may be talking a lot. It's a, it's a premiere, man. So we got to just dive deep. We got a lot of things to talk about. And, uh, so, you, so you're saying three-hour podcast? Dude, I'm saying maybe five. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you better get a case of beer, dude. You know one's not going to be enough. Sorry, I just got a bottle of vodka. <laughs> oh, really shit. Hard stuff now. Blacking out by hour and a half, dude. Got hair on my chest. Can you <laughs> see it? Yes, and your ass. Hey, uh, the girl and the boy, they take after me when it comes to that. I'm sorry. Oh, dude. I'm she's going to grow up father. hating her life. She's going to hate her father because of how hairy you are. <laughs> and they were going to hate me anyway. So at least <laughs> this gives them a reason I understand. All right, dude. I'm ready to see the episode. Where's it at? All right, dude. It's right here. Oh, hold on. You need another previously on Smallville. Oh, shit. That's right. You know what? Again, we're going to dive deep. But first, here's the recap. Previously on Smallville. Yeah, so we we really open up to another recap. But yeah. Again, leave the five stars for... Oh, yeah. That's right. Before we get to the, oh, unless you want to keep playing for the recap, leave the five stars for the five completed seasons. And we Holy thank shit. all of you Hell for, yeah. for having to contribute to this. Damn. I, I can't give one. shout outs yet because, uh, again, we haven't done the awards. So I don't know who I can give shout outs to. Just know you don't get a shout out unless you do the awards. That's true. You got to interact, man. You know, we're blowing yeah. up, man. We're blowing up, and we, you need to just interact with us so we can shout you out, bro. But, Tens yeah. of followers. <laughs> so many followers, dude. I hope they're all spam. Bots. Yeah, bots. There you go. Oh, look at Clark. He looks so, he looks so sad and hurt. We open up to Clark in space still, inside his little Phantom Zone crystal, looking at the Earth as he's orbiting around. He's trying to break out. He is to a no avail, but he then looks down right in the middle, steps down, and he gets shot and sucked down under. And I guess this is how the Phantom Zone works? Like, you get trapped in the crystal, and the crystal's, like, the direct portal to it or like is he technically still in the crystal right now so is how the- i looked at it is that yes it's essentially its entire prison inside of this little uh, mirror diamond that he has or in this case the bracelet is how he opens it but with that it i thought this was going to be a vacation for clark and then it turns out with him having this open space underneath and him falling through this hole he ends up in the Sahara Desert. And this is a gray Sahara Desert. So obviously, with this being the prison, it, it, it doesn't seem like a great place. I don't think you could build anything at this point. Uh, this is Tatooine. No. <laughs> <laughs> Most icely. <laughs> but I do want to say, I thought this was finally going to be a place where Clark could clear his head, you know, take a mental day or two. Absolutely I, not. <laughs> and, and it turns out that I was wrong. So 
I'm still continuing from last season here. Clark has had a bad year. And by the way, Joseph, one of the fun facts is this is September 28th. So last year, when we were talking and we were trying to figure out the time, you were like, no, Taylor, it's not even May yet. This is supposed to happen September. The timeline of last year makes no sense. Oh, wait, that doesn't make sense whatsoever. Yeah. This is September 28th, yes, and he just connect- got... What? They connected it because apparently this episode is stated that it's on a Thursday, and then the next episode, I believe, is directly stated that it's October 11th. Okay. What the hell? Then, yeah, season five makes no sense. Timelines everywhere. And it makes even more, no, like, any more sense because Lana was still bringing up the relationship. That means they were actually broken up for months. Yeah, exactly right. And she's even crazier than we thought. And Lex still didn't bang her. Yes, he did, dude. No, he didn't. There's no way you act like this. There's no way you act like this unless it was more than him stuff it is more than hand stuff it, dude he got a taste and he wants it all dude but he doesn't you know have what? it yet she's leading him on dude she's got to make sure she secures that money and food you're great you're crazy all right you know what we're gonna talk whenever it gets to a certain scene because okay. there's things i would do for money i'm not sure if i would do this for money <laughs> but remember food is involved too dude everything has to be food with this scene and Clark in the Phantom Zone, what I love is him traveling through the desert. And what I did not know is that there were Dementas in the <laughs> Phantom Zone. And it seems they're going to be flying down because they're everywhere. And they are attacking Clark. And Clark is having stood there already bleeding from the tumble in the desert he had. And he, hello? Who's this that? Is, this is like a combination of, yeah, the Dementors... Uh, the Speed Force wraiths, uh, the Speed Force gods or demons, the ones that like come and kill you whenever you break the the rules of the Speed Force, and then also a combination of the Dune people, uh, the the Sand people. I forgot what they're called. Damn it! But yeah, I don't know what they're called. You can't ask me that question. The Fremen, yeah, the Fremen, dude. Oh, you knew? What yeah, I read the book, man. A uh, bigger nerd. Okay. Yeah, but so the me. Dementors are actually scratching the shit out of Clark. I'm pretty sure they dug their whole fingers in his face. And all of a sudden, we hear, Expecto Patronum! Pretty and much. Is, a bright light comes and pushes these evil spirit-looking things away from Clark. Clark got his ass kicked, and he says, Oh, thank you. Now this person kicks him in the face and knocks him out. Turns out it's female. Uh, yeah, and zone, she's kind of hot. Okay, I'm not gonna get into it yet. I'm not what gonna she, get into it. What'd she say? Her name was Raya, right? Yeah, she says it uh, later on, but obviously oh, damn, she, she said was. Yeah, she was from Raya the Last Dragon, the Disney film about the Chinese princess. Oh, okay. <laughs> Connection. No, dude, this... that's Aquafina. Okay, don't whitewash her. Wait, I'm whitewashing her. You're whitewashing her. Aquafina's so Asian. Okay, I'm sorry. I said I couldn't tell. <laughs> oh, dude, you're so nice, man. You can't tell I don't, the, I don't the Asians it. and the whites apart. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't see ethnicity, dude. That's sick. I don't dude, see it at all, dude. That's so sick of you. God, Thanks. you're progressive, man. Two season kids. Is this six. what it does to you? Season six? No, it's season six that does it to me. I have to grow <laughs> with each one. 
so I don't Man. hold on to certain things. So, so did yeah, you right. like that beginning? I mean, it was pretty nuts. Uh, well, it, you know, see, I'm a little biased as far as because I knew it, it, fi- it finally confirmed to me, like, oh, what the season's going to be about. So I was kind of excited to see the Phantoms that are in there. So I was like, oh, shit, the Phantoms are here. Um, Clark's trapped. How, I, I honestly couldn't remember, actually, how he got out until, because, like, once they were attacking him, I was like, shit, how does he get out of this? Like, does he? Does it take, like, a whole episode for him to come back? Um but then I remembered once the chick, uh, the girl showed up with her little Expecto Patronum emblem or whatever. I was like, yes. oh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she helps him. She helps him. So a little bit of a spoiler, I guess. But No, no. By the way, thank you for mentioning that because now we do have to bring it up. It's, instead of a wand, she seemed to have a Superman symbol. It's like a medallion that, almost. Yes, that she was able to use that beam from. So she has a weapon. Obviously, she's the hero that's there. Yeah, Raya the Last Dragon. You already said it. Okay, fine. I thought maybe <laughs> I was doing the connection of the witch lady that was in the Power Rangers Ivan Ooze movie. And remember, she just lived in like that horrible forest. Oh, no. Rita? No, oh, no, no, no. You're talking about uh, the yeah. Ivan. Oh, dude. <laughs> yes. Yeah, when she had that pole, that staff. Yeah, what was her yeah. name, bro? But yeah, I know exactly I what you're talking her. about. She was showing cheek to the teenagers, and the teenagers were like, "Dude, give us ninja powers." And remember when Adam was upset that he was a frog, and then she said, "Yes, like a handsome prince that you kiss." What? I can remember that. I just can't remember her damn name. Yeah, it was like the ugliest dude too of the group. She was like, "Don't worry, don't worry." You know, a frog gets kisses. Mm. It was down. If I got a kiss from her, I'd be feeling up too. Let's get back to the episode, though. Now we're back to the rape scene of Lionel. No, 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 no. no. We just know this confirms, oh. Taylor. This confirms that they're not raped. <laughs> they're not getting raped, okay? Okay? Uh, all right. We saw the <laughs> scene. Honestly, I, I was thinking that when I was first watching. I was like, oh, look, they're not getting raped. And then Lionel's by himself. I was like, oh, wait, where's Chloe? And Chloe's literally being dragged by two other men. She's like, Mr. Luther, no! And I'm like, oh, shit. But Lionel broke out his prison strength, immediately took down his, uh, his captors or whatever. And then Picks all of a sudden... He up that tire iron and goes to town. Dude, he went crazy. I was like, is yeah. he backhanding people? I literally oh. thought... I didn't see the tire iron at first. I literally thought this man was just boxing people up. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Is Lionel really that strong? I just saw someone's body flip from a slap. <laughs> like, Joseph. Even if it wasn't a slab and it's the man using a tire iron, I was impressed. I said, Dude. go, Lionel, own everybody. I was like, God he was there because he was going to murder people, if not for his driver to stop everyone. More like, thank way, God for his driver. He survived. Well, I thought he was dead from get-go. Oh, did you not see? His driver essentially was like killing everyone that he grabbed. He yeah. was the ultimate fighter in the street. Hello, his he suit said- wasn't even ruined. Yeah, I don't even think he had blood on himself. I think he had some dirt. He was like, yeah, "Yeah, all those five people that dragged me out of the car, I fucked them up. (laughs) He really then turns to Lionel and says, get out of here. Your son's on the roof. How does he know that? But not How does he know that? Maybe uh, the only thing I thought is that there could be a camera that's at the top of the roof. Hmm. And I would believe it. Or maybe they got those earpieces and all the security guards talk to each other. Uh, Mr. Luther just entered the building. Yeah, do you think you know he wouldn't have entered the building? He would have just jumped up. Because this is Zod. That's true. This is Zod. 
you know, and he knows his own building, I guess. Yeah. Well, now, yes. Now let's go back to the top of the building. We get kind of a uh, like a reminder of like Andrea Rojas when she was kneeling down on top of the roof and uh, she was talking to Clark up there. Why are you mentioning that name? And then and then now it's Lana doing it in front of Lex, aka Zod. The hell's wrong with you? Why would you say Rojas? (laughs) Oh my god, it seems ruined. No, well, it's what it reminded me of, dude. So we're on top of Luthacor Plaza. Lana's just looking over. Because that's where she was last time. She's like, this city is tearing itself apart. And Zod's like, I don't give a shit what's going on down there. Okay? This looks pretty sick. Ideal, if you will. And Lana's like, we have to help them. Help them? What? All those people with the powers that you have, you would be able to save them. Okay, I'm pausing it real quick here. And this is just, even if this is Lex, even right. if this isn't Zod that's taken over, and Lex has powers, Lex isn't going to save them. Lex instead would allow them to kill each other, and then he would rule over the people that survived. Lex I honestly would- don't know. I totally see that, and I'm with you, but I also can see him being like, yeah, Lana, you're right. I could do good. And you think that he would then turn into the hero of this story? Uh, yeah. Remember he said Sagith is the hero, dude. So you're trying to tell me the world would be just fine if Clark never came back and Lex Luthor is the one that had powers. Hell yeah. I'm because remember believe- in the barn he said, hey man, remember when you thought I was good? <laughs> Psych, I'm bad as shit. And you think Lana would be the one to change him. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. oh yeah. Season six is already making me sick. <laughs> but yeah, so Zod is saying, I'm not Lex. I'm Zod. Shut up about saving people. That shit sucks. Okay? Perfect timing. Lionel and Chloe show this? up. Lionel and Chloe show up right at the worst time. And Zod, aka Lex, and Lana fly up to the sky. And they dip. And then Chloe and Lana are just looking like, oh, shit. Oh. So, after they said all that, he just grabbed her and then took off? Yeah, dude, it's a slave. And she just says, essentially, okay. And by the way, since Lana was just uh, told that that's not Lex, in fact, it's Zod, does that mean she reacted that way, not because she was scared, but because she realized Clark was right and she owes him an apology? Dude, I, you think I know what goes on in that brain of hers? You think I really know? I'm trying to ask questions. So when this is a new season, like I say, I try to give everybody a, a clean slate when we're starting new. Sure, it may be the next day, but it's still a different season. So Lana could still end up being a good person, right? Yeah, dude. Sure. She's long gone, bro. Good Lana? That doesn't exist. All right, let's just go to the damn Lionel's office then where Chloe it pretty much is like, what are you doing? I'm not going to help you. Have you seen my leg? Lionel seems to have realized that Clark's not around, so he failed his mission in order to take out Lex and to kill Zod. But now Lionel does realize, however, that the dagger still must be around. So in order to stop Zod, they're really kind of putting Clark in the back of their mind 
And they're saying, we can still do this ourselves. We just need that dagger from Percy Jackson. No, dude. It's the Spear of Destiny. Stop. It is Constantine. Um, it pierced Jesus. Spear of Destiny would not have broke. Okay. That's Well, I don't know. It's a good question. See? Yeah. See? No. I don't know if it would break or not. You know? But, yeah, so... Basically, Chloe and Lionel are discussing what we already know. Like, oh, Clark was too late. Dagger's gone. Oh, shit. Well, can't you help out, Lionel? Like, what do you know? Don't you still have that connection? Like, uh, I don't know what happened to the fortress, but my connection to the fortress, to Jarrell, it's all gone. And so... so that's the confirmation that he no longer feels it, he says. So last episode, when I'm saying he has to have powers, my question to you is... Did he lose the power before Fine was stabbed? Or did I, he lose the power and the connection once Fine was stabbed? And the reason why I ask is because if it was at, like once Fine was stabbed, then that means that Jarrell still had that connection with Lionel where he would be protected by that Lex punch. If he didn't have it before that, that's where he would have died. Damn, that's a good one. Well, it, ha- it would only make sense if it was after Fine got stabbed, Brainiac. So, I mean, it's pretty. It's a good theory to say that he has some sort of Kryptonian, maybe protection, or something. Yeah, and that's how he was able to survive the punch. I agree. I like Thank it. You. Yes, it's the like only it. thing that made sense because otherwise he had a scratch on his face. So I'm glad, though, that we were at least able to explain that, and I'll buy it. Yeah, Clark's like, or he shows up to Clark, he's like, you know what, never mind, kill my son. Definitely do it. He's gone mad. He's gone wild. Also, Lionel is still about it. When we gotta kill him, Chloe, I don't think you get it. I guess this is goodbye. And they're actually teaming up here, really. Like, it's honestly like a camaraderie in a a sense. Like, it's like, here, we need to figure out something. I will do what I can. She's going to try to track the virus. She's going to try to track the wording, the Kryptonian knowledge yes. inside of the virus that's been set. Okay, Joseph, they keep calling it virus as if this is like the world-ending thing. And am I missing something by the power just being out? It's, it's really stupid to call it that because we had the whole virus thing in the end of like season five. Like an actual sickness, an illness, a virus that can affect your bodies. And then all of a sudden it's like a computer virus or a power we outage had, virus. Like what the hell? We saw a family in Guatemala look disgusting where it was a movie scene. And Honduras, dude. Breaking, Honduras. It's okay. just crazy to me that now, no, I hacked your shit. So guess <laughs> what? Yeah. It's, it, and it was around the world. Remember? Like it was all around the world. The whole globe. The power went out. So yeah. Lionel, Blackout, baby. <laughs> Lionel hands Chloe his gun because she obviously doesn't feel safe and doesn't think she's confident to get back to the office, to whatever it is, Smallville, wherever she needs to go. She's well, talking to herself. To Daily Planet, Joseph. Yes, the DP. Because she's Chloe Sullivan now. She is still, I guess, 11 years retired from the torch. And Good so Lord. now her being running the bottom floor, we are in September. This is the second No, year you said 10 years. You said 10 years, season five, and we are September. So we're technically still 10 years retired from the torch. We go off of school year, bitch. Yeah, yes, school year school ends school. in May. 
I know. So that means this year would make it the 11th year. God damn it. <laughs> yes. Fine, fine, fine. Okay. So. 11 years retired at the torch. Now second year running the DP. She is on her way to success. She is just needing to be Chloe Mother Sullivan. In season six, I'm hoping we're going to get more of the reporter side. I'm hoping, as you already spoiled, she's going to meet a new love interest because the kiss did not make sense. I do love the explanation of it that we get. All I know is Chloe's back. Yeah, Chloe is back, man. She's so fucking back. And now, where are we back now? Phantom Zone. We go to the Phantom Zone. Clark is now getting kicked by her sa- by his savior, and she's yeah, get like, up. "Yeah, she's like, hey, get up, bitch. Where you from, huh? You ain't around these parts. I was born on Krypton, raised on Earth." And she's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 Earth? Oh, Cal- I know you, Kalal. Yo, you Kalal? He's like, how the fuck you know my name, dog? How does everyone know him? I he hasn't even fa- been here before." I, that's kind of crazy. He's like, I knew your father. And he's like, whoa, you know John? <laughs> um, quick question, by the way. I had a problem with this character already being introduced, and I put in the notes, Joseph Burrell was having an affair. And it looked Dude. like he wanted to save this woman no, 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 no. from we... destruction of the planet, and he was kind of hiding her away, <laughs> just in case. You never know, right? What the uh, fuck is going on? Yeah, dude, that, that I have a lot of concerns with that, honestly. We will dive more deep into that once we get name and what she explains. But yeah, she shows the medallion. It is obviously the S Superman symbol that we have seen before. And Clark is like, holy shit, what is that? And then now we're going to the next scene. All right. So go off. ahead. Go ahead. Next scene. I got to go. No, no. To I got to go back 10 seconds. I'm going to go back 10 seconds now. All right. As oh, we dude. continue to the highlight of the episode, we are <laughs> inside of a hangar. And now we have Zod pulling in his slave. And she says, what are you doing? Zod doesn't take orders. And he just throws her. He talks about himself in third person. By the way, put in the notes, I already like this guy. But what does Zod take her to do? He takes her to be able to see the spaceship. This is what Lana has always wanted. So he is already doing things for her that Clark never did. So as Lana sees this ship, she says, oh my God, you're one of those things. Huh. If only she kind of would have taken Clark's warning a little bit sooner, (laughs) she wouldn't then be realizing, oh, maybe I should not have kept investigating the ship after all. As we continue with this scene, however, Lana, oh my God, you're one of those? Zod grabs her arm and says, no, those were just my soldiers. They're nothing compared to me. And Lana turns around, and I don't know if this is scared. I don't know if this is, uh, like, I guess you could say, like, strong, like, brave. Or I don't know if she is making a move on Zod right now because she's so turned on by seeing the ship for the first time in a very long time. Because as she does turn around and look at Zod, she now, on the Lex is still in there. Lex, why don't you come on out? And Zod then has to tell her, no, he's not. Trust me, I killed him. 
she says, I don't think so. I think he's still there. <laughs> he grabs her face finally. He's like, do you really think Zod cares? Uh, again, talking about himself in third person. I like it. But look at her face. Look at this. And now hey. he's like, you know what I would do to you? She says, why waste your time then with a primitive race like me if there's no Lex in you? Kill me. Squeeze me. <laughs> Dude, I kind of agree. I don't I don't understand. I don't understand what she's doing here. She's like, as soon as he grabbed her, she's like, oh shit, I'm, I'm in. I'm in for a ride. This is what we're doing. I'm now? in for a ride, dude. He's like, so why are you keeping me around? To bear witness to the end of the human race and the rebirth of Krypton. Krypton? What's that? He's a like shiny jewel in a vast universe that I destroyed. Yeah. Oh, not. Yeah. Good jewel. Good jewel. You destroyed it. Good job. So beautiful. It's why I had to kill. Look at this, man. We got a new Kryptonian artifact, technology piece, whatever you want to call this. So Zod, Lex, whatever, touches the black ship. Out comes this weird. Oh, what what shape is that? I don't even know what that is. It's like. It's okay. Just, it, it looks kind of in a way like. A long honeycomb. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a good that's a good way to do it. Like, yeah. Looks like a weird shaped honeycomb, black, yeah, but it has gold Kryptonian lettering. The ship then disappears after he takes his piece out of it. I so, paused it by the way, just to say, Joseph, I did think that that was Brainiac. I still put in the notes that that was Brainiac here that he was then taking from the ship. Even though they said fine disappears later on. Not to spoil it, sorry, I already spoiled. But with him taking that piece, I thought it was okay. like the brain. Oh, like the okay. Brain That's cool. Yeah, I, I would I would side with that because that makes a lot of sense. Also, fun fact, uh, James Marsers was planned to be in this episode, but he was unavailable, dude. You want to know why he was unavailable? Because he said you only put me in two and a half minutes last time. <laughs> I can only imagine how long you're going to put me in for this one. All right, James, hear us out. Two minutes. <laughs> two and a half. No, you don't understand. I'm busy. Final offer. Three and a half minutes. <laughs> Three. No more. <laughs> so, yeah. Lex Zod gets that piece, the brain of the ship, whatever. And Joseph, before you go on, not to keep interrupting, but I got another question for you. Did he know that the ship would disappear? Uh, he yeah. looks shocked whenever he takes it and then the ship vanishes. It just... Look. Look, well, I mean, I it, it, it could be to your point. I mean, like, maybe the ship really is just that piece. And so the ship just goes and. Because look at see. his face. He looks confused when it disappears. Hmm. It is strange. Like, yeah. Like, and that's why Lana then takes it to her advantage. Be like, I can escape. He's, a, he's yeah. distracted. He's concerned. He looked concerned, right? A little bit. Yeah. But. Okay. I don't know. I would assume he expects it to disappear. I mean, he's not freaking out that much. No, no, not, not. I mean, I feel like he got what he wanted from it. I don't think he knew what it would do. Maybe once he pulled that out, huh? Maybe. I don't remember yeah. that feature. Oh, yeah, must be new. <laughs> Sorry, continue the scene. Yeah, so she tries to escape. He appears right behind her because he has speed, obviously. And she's like, "Oh my god!" He's like, "There's no escaping what's about to happen, you dumb little idiot." Okay. And Lana is freaked out. Now we're going to where these people should have died. There's no way they would survive this. 
ever. Ever. You're crazy. You ever see the movie The Grey? Martha now is wrapping around her knuckles some broken vodka bottles that she's found. She's about to go toe-to-toe with wolves right now because Lois's body looks like it's been wrangled. She is the one that should be dead. Martha finds her in the snow, Joseph. How um, long has she been in the snow? I'm going to kill myself because this shouldn't even happen, dude. No. Martha wakes up. First off, she was not strapped in when neither, this plane crashed, right? Them none, neither out. of them, right? They, yeah. As soon as this plane landed, they would have been dead. Bones yeah. broken. She's standing up. Her legs would be broken. Martha's standing up. It's like, oh my god, I have a headache. Fuck. Lois, Lois is that is you? Out. She's Lois has the frostbite on half of her body. Look how much blood's on the ground <laughs> from her head. Brain so damage. Much. There is brain damage. She is bleeding so much. There is a no, no, puddle of blood. Now. She's good. Oh, oh, here's a blanket. Here's a blanket, sweetie. Oh my god, everything's gonna be okay. Just get warm. You'll be all right. She is dying on the ground and dies. I think she just passed out and died just now. But yeah, plane's a wreck. She was, they were obviously in the Luther jet. Plane's a wreck. There's no pilot, obviously. And um, there's I a guess, big hole in the seat. It looks big, like that's where Fine was sitting. And he just fine blew shit up. himself. Fine shit himself in the seat. Uh, Martha then immediately says, oh, this has to work. <laughs> she grabs the speaker. The she radio. said, "Mayday, Mayday, my plane is down." She starts doing the, it's like it's Balto, where she's trying to do that emergency. Yeah, talking she's about trying to the be snowstorm. She's trying to be Elastigirl in Incredibles. India Golf Niner Niner. There are okay. children aboard this plane. There are children aboard this plane. That's a, that's amazing. By the way. <laughs> um, I do want to say this whole scene was stupid. It doesn't make any sense because she looks out the window. But Joseph, this this part's now incredible. No, no, no. When she goes, when she gets in, it's fine. But it makes no sense why this jet was going to the fortress. Listen, we had to get her there somewhere. So this is the route we took. And you know what? I'm okay with it. Why? Because of the convo we get right here and how sweet it is? Don't tell me you didn't get a little bit like excited about what was happening before us. And I that kinda, was I kind of wish Jarell the fortress stayed red. John Jarrell killed John to steal his wife. I couldn't believe this. He Sounds, hits on her. So did Lionel actually kill John or was it Jarrell? Jarrell. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I wish this for the fortress is now red, by the way. Fortress is now red. Martha's dragging Lois's body in there, like by the leg, pretty Martha's much. Martha's a boss, dude, in this scene. She's just pulling it like it's nothing. Dude, this is they should be having broken <laughs> bones right now. It does not make any sense to me. And of no, course, they get dead. inside, and You're Jarrell's right. like, Martha Kent. Jarrell? So, this is the fortress Clark has told us about. Why'd you bring us here, huh? Why did like, you crash our plane? You were taken I by didn't. pawns, by the brain interactive construct, that being you know as Milton Fine. You know. Get, yeah, and so, so basically what happens here is that Martha's like, so what happened? Where's Clark? I gave him that dagger. I gave him that dagger to kill Fine. Or sorry, to kill the vessel of Zod, which is Lex. Instead, he chose to use it against Fine. I have a question for you. 
mm-hmm. and we talked about it. This last goes episode. back to what we talked about. Yep. With fine and how Jarrell didn't put a, a set of instructions on the dagger of what would have happened if you stabbed somebody else with it. I think this was another test. I think Jarrell was testing him with the spear and what he would do if he would kill somebody or not. I really still think that the, the dagger was booby trapped, man. Uh, I think it was booby trapped by Jarrell. No, I think <laughs> he's still testing. Clark. No, that's what I believe. Are you kidding me? Joseph, how, and this is why I know the Phantom Zone is set up perfectly as like a, here's like a JK, like you thought you were going to be in there forever, but only you can escape. Like, come on. It's like it was completely planned. This is a test. It could be because this man be do giving out the trials because he says that the the dagger would be killing every copy of Brainiac if he was stabbed with it because the dagger is part of the fortress. So plunging it into fine destroyed all copies of him, but it also damaged his structure and released Zod. What happened to my son, Jarrell? He was Zod forever. Yeah. Zod banished him forever. And Martha's now breaking down. She's like, bring him back. Bring him back, cocksucker. Yeah. And he's like, no can do. Not within my power. His destiny is now his own. Because guess what? He's failed every test. (laughs) And Joseph, here's the other thing. He knows that lady's in there. What do you... You know what? He knows Raya is in there. Oh. So she was used... (laughs) His side piece? Yes. She was used, though, as like a guide for Clark just in case he screwed up again. Yeah. Dude, this was a test all along and all Jarrell had to do was just tell Clark the truth. And instead, nope, I gotta be cryptic. If he chooses wrong, he's gonna go in the Phantom Zone as punishment. Hopefully Rye can get him out. Who knows? This is so Jarrell. But I do like that Mark is not putting up with any crap and she says You've taken my husband and now my son. I'm not playing any of your fucking games. Yeah. And he now he's now pleading. Joseph, Joseph, what the fuck does he say? We have both lost much, Martha Kent. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) You fucking killed John, you sack of shit. Well, we both lost people. That had nothing to do with me, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. It sounds like a personal problem. No, 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 no. You caused my pain. I didn't cause your pain. What a piece of shit for even saying this to Martha. You killed her husband. Yeah, I mean, nah, we both lost a lot, Martha, you know what I'm saying? Like, we both lost a lot, and I get it. I get the pain, dude. I get the pain. You know, we just, you know, I'm I'm just, I'm just, I'm just not even alive, you know? I mean, I lost my body, you know? I lost my body. I'm just a brain out here. Oh, I lost my wife and my whore. How do you think <laughs> I feel, Martha? Which whore, Louise or Raya? No, Louise died. Remember, that was in the 60s. Yeah, right. They're playing old. cosplay. It was Lana. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they even put like a camera in the background and put it as like a filter. I'm telling you, he told the story, and Zod was like, "Damn, so this is the one, huh?" Yeah, she's gonna be my slave for sure. Yeah, 
and everyone must have seen Jarrell's diary of him and Luis, and that's why Zod was like, ooh, these women are easy. You're coming with me to Lana. Makes perfect sense. Everyone saw it. He showed it to all. What a perfect... For real. For real. For real. So, um, yeah, so she, he's basically pleading with her, you know, you got to put aside your anguish. Just put aside it. Just... Who cares, Martha? Yeah, yeah, yeah. put your up. problems aside, you know, suck it up. We got to save the world. Kal-El's mission must be complete, completed. Retrieve the jack- dagger and kill Zod's vessel, Lex Luthor. And so Martha's like, "You want me to? You want me to murder Lex?" And so Jarrell is gonna now give another dagger because we have an infinite amount of daggers, or what? Okay, so this obviously explains this is a sort of Gryffindor, and it's no, it's not. And because... he just has multiple daggers. So how does it then affect the fortress? It's linked to the fortress. It comes from the fortress. So if it's linked to the fortress, why can he just produce so many and it affects it so much if it's chosen wrong? I don't know, dude. Yay. Jarrell's a piece of shit. We don't know what he's doing, okay? But yeah, Martha's like, all right, fine, I'll do it. And it's like, look what he said, because she says, bring me back home. Like, take me back. And But Jarrell says some nice parting words. It's like, I'm glad you were there to bring a guiding light to my son. Oh, he says our son, doesn't he? Like, because it's yes. his son and then obviously her son, too. Yes, he made a move on Martha there. And yeah, I don't, I, I, maybe because he took John's soul that John is now part of Jarrell. And so now it's like what? it's now like Jarrell's attracted to Martha because John's in there. So you're saying that it's like Jarrell and John had a baby, and it's now this AI that seems to be giving Clark tests and not telling him about any rules that are happening. Right, right, right. It's It could be both of them. So I can fully buy into this theory. I'm into it. Um, Now let's get to the problem of the whole series, apparently. That's the only time they ever interact. Yes, dude. It's the first what first time and the last that they ever go into the fortress and talk, and that'll be the only time. It's even said in the companion, too, because Martha was like, Mar- uh, Annette O'Toole like, actually really enjoyed the scene because when she was on set, because obviously they built that set, uh, she was it was like surreal for her. So Annette was like, yeah, it was crazy because I actually, you know, six seasons in now, and I had never been in the fortress. And she said it was kind of really cool to like, it would have been cool to hear him, his voice, but apparently she wouldn't have um, since there, there's like a lot of machine gusting going on. So like, it's super loud in there on set. Yeah. Cause they're using like the fake snow machines in order to continuously blow the blizzard dust into the actor's face as they are having to do their lines right then and there. That's right. I must say, uh, Joseph, that doesn't explain why is this the only scene with them? It doesn't make sense because now she's the only parent too. You know what I mean? So it's like yes, you would think. But then again, Martha you know, with John, go up there. You know, with John, what he was only in there like twice. Jarrell was in John's head. Well, he wanted Martha. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is now making more sense. So Jarrell wanted Martha, where he then possessed Lionel in order to kill John that night to make him have the heart attack. Lionel would have never done that because he only loves Martha. 
So Lionel then being that distraught and he kept coming over to try to tell Martha and Clark he didn't mean to do that. What if that was true? He did not mean to kill John because he was not in control over himself. It was Jarrell that took over. Lionel, Martha, notebook. Let's do this. No, 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 no. Stop. Anyways, go to the next scene. We're back in the Phantom Zone. We got Jarrell's whore cleaning up her former lover's son. and But now we confirm this is Raya. Not that names matter here anymore. And he's like, what is here exactly? Jarrell created this prison from the 28 known inhabited galaxies. That could It's a prison for all of those galaxies. So what you're saying is, Raya, you're an inmate. But she's like, I may be trapped. I'm not a prisoner, bitch. Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? So, and he's like, okay, am I supposed to trust you? He's like, I'm running a little low on trust these days. He's like, yeah, in the zone, that's good. You'll get killed if you try to trust some people, all right? So, you, know, you ever been to the zone? Pretty sick. The most vicious offenders are condemned for eternity, and their essence haunted the wasteland, the ones who died, the bodies, de- like, I guess, decayed or something. So, it still doesn't explain why she is here. Yes, it does, Joseph. It explains it now, which is why I paused it before we get to it, though, because I'll even let you have it. Before we get to it, she also says she received that medallion from Jarrell, and she put it around her neck, and she starts rubbing it as if it's something special to her. Please continue the scene, Joseph. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Clark's like, how did you know Jarrell? She goes, I was one of his assistants. God, that's Pops. the worst thing. What that's the worst thing. <laughs> the worst thing you could start off with. You could have said anything else. And you know what Clark does? He tries to then confirm, okay, you guys weren't having an affair. You were five, right? He's like, you're an assistant when you were five? And she's like... Uh, How does she look when she says it? <laughs> time is meaningless here. What? She like she's thinking about an affair that she was having with a married man. This Just- doesn't make sense. So... She is confirming that she was five years old as no. an assistant. She says that time is stands still essentially in the Phantom Zone. So she is this age. However old she is right now is how old she was when Jarrell sent her in here. Oh, gotcha. Because gotcha. Clark was hoping that she would say she was five. So then he doesn't realize that his dad was having an affair and cheating on his mom. Because she just said, no, I I was the way I am now back then. Clark now realizes dad slept around. Yeah, because he fucked Louise on Earth. And she goes, I wanted to stay with Jarrell in the final hours. What? And the way she's talking about it too, dude. <laughs> and, so and then weird. he's like, but he wouldn't hear it. He didn't want that to happen. Oh, I wonder why. He thought I'd have a better chance in the Phantom Zone. What? <laughs> Jarrell said no you cannot stay with me I have my wife here blowing up the planet with me so why would that happen Clark is still gonna punch his like, no 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 there's no way why didn't he and my mother come with you and she gives also another weird answer cause he wouldn't stop trying to save Krypton and your mother wouldn't leave his side so okay, Bitch. so that makes sense. That's why he didn't want you there, huh? 
Okay. And Clark, he might be fresh off the stash, dude. You know, it's only been like 12, uh, maybe 12 hours or something. I don't know. He might be coming down. Uh, maybe he's just dumb right now, but he's really trying to put it together. <laughs> okay. She had sex with Jerome. Dude, many times, I'm sure. But yeah, she's like, this is all I have left of your father. And it's the medallion. And so she presents it to Clark. And he's like, oh, shit, I saw that like an hour ago. Pretty cool. And she goes, every day, he still saves my life. Dude, affair. What does she do with that medallion? What does she do with it? She stuffs. It's like a butt plug, dude. It's a butt plug. Kryptonium butt plugs, dude. They have them there, too. Yeah, it's magic. It can extend if you want it to. <laughs> Watch this. Expecto Patrona. She presented it to Clark, and Clark looks at it and also smells it. And he's like, oh, I, I got to go. I have to go. I have to stop Zod. <clears throat> and she's like, she... Zod? He's on Earth because of me. It's like, Raya, wait. You were my father's assistant. You helped him create the place. Is there a way out? Uh, Shut up. Zod is a soldier. He will kill you. If there's a way for you to save everyone you loved, wouldn't you do it? And she's like, damn, I did love your dad. I probably would do it for real. And Clark then says, I'm not going to call you a stepmom, though, okay? Yeah. And she, she says, you are your father's son, and looks at him like he is the young calf that she's ready to jump because she hasn't had something in a while. She had the old Clark- bull. Now she wants the young calf. Hey, I think- can, I give, can I give my fun fact about that girl now? Yeah, of course. Go ahead. Do you know about this actress? Um, uh, no. All right, dude. Well, guess what? Her name is Pascal Hutton. It's a crazy name, Pascal. But she played another person in Smallville season four, bro. Wait, no, I know. So maybe you can help me then because she was in Ageless, correct? Yeah. Joseph, who was she in Ageless? Who was the only other girl in Ageless, bro? She the one that blew up? She's the mom, bro. She's oh Karen God. Gallagher. <laughs> She's the one that blew up. She's the one who gave us our best episode, dude. That's amazing. I can't believe that. The mother of Evan, Evan Gallagher. Man. So that is That's Evan's mom. <laughs> Whatever, Clark. So you know you had a son, right? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Your name's not right. Your name's Karen. That'd be crazy, though. What if that was that same girl, like, because of, like, the meteor rocks and shit, and it, like, yeah, linked itself to the Phantom Zone? The like, Phantom she exploded zone. and ended up in the Phantom Zone? That'd be so yeah. sick. It's how the baby survived. So yeah, where's my son that- at? Oh, he died, like, 12 hours later. I had him introduce I had to meet his father and he killed him. So it looks like you're his only parent left. Yeah, he was like really reluctant to meet his dad. I was like, dude, you got to meet your dad. You got to meet your dad. <laughs> so I dropped him off on the way to the <laughs> <Luther> <laughs> All right. So we go to the DP. That car DP. is still in the basement. That so much crashed. To clean that out. There's people walking outside. Are they not seeing this? No, because obviously. By oh, the we way, still got the- riots. Never mind. The office looks even better than what it did. It doesn't look as trash. Also, it's like the car now has become like the aesthetic of the room. It's part of the room for sure. It's a part of it. It's 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 like when you go to those weird restaurants, like I guess maybe in the South, but like you find them with like half half the buck on the wall, but it's now half the truck. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's Metropolis, big city. Dude, fucking retro shit, dude. It's so sick. But yeah, so Chloe is looking through all the Kryptonian symbols under her desk. She is scared as shit because she's trying to hide out. She left um, the gun just laying there. I don't know why. Joseph, you're already selling her short. You know what she was doing, right? You know what she was doing? Studying you know the symbols. And learning Kryptonian. Fuck you know yeah, why? dude. Because she is the greatest. Chloe <laughs> Sullivan is back. Bro, she, she looked at you telling me right now. She's looking at that shit like, I don't know what any of this means right now. Nope. Instead, she's writing it down if it's the alphabet. She's already doing it as if it's nothing because she's Chloe Sullivan. The only thing Chloe doesn't know how to do is fire a gun, nor should she ever again. Let's continue the scene. True. Very true. So we got a very big scene right now. So, yeah, someone's coming in. She reaches for the gun. She's now scared. She's about to come out and see who it is. Oh, but guess what? She's about to hold a man at gunpoint, a fellow white man. And guess who it is? Eric Summers. Everybody guessed it. It's Leech. <laughs> I hope everyone's excited. We have a return character. He's about to be the hero of the story, absorb Zod into his body. Stop. And he's <laughs> about to save the world. Because that's what Leech did. And he's going to carry a boombox and wear baggy pants all the way up to his belly button. I hope everyone goes back down and listens to that episode. Yeah, that's season one, episode what like 12 i think it was 12 yeah, maybe bleach and around that yeah yeah it's around there but yeah season one that was eric summers he was also in the season two asylum um but yeah eric summers who was played by sean ashmore aka Iceman. but we got his twin brother aaron ashmore coming in playing as jimmy olsen because oh. chloe just shot around jimmy missed and he's like no nah, don't shoot don't shoot oh he's like wait Chloe? He's like, wait, this isn't this isn't ba- about me not calling you back, right? How does she know him? Are you serious? Okay, please pause, dude. This is why... Oh, wait. No, no, no. That's who she lost her virginity to, right? Are yes, they saying that? Yes, yes. Season so... four, unsafe, whenever her and, and Lana talked about sex, she so talked she about... make up that story then. This was That's real. what I was this saying that Olsen. you called yes. it. I was saying that you called it because you said, oh, wait. Like, she fucked someone at the internship. Yes. And you even mentioned Jimmy. Well, and it's because she said it in an earlier episode whenever she was trying to apparently lie to Clark in order to make it seem like she also had a relationship. But this is who, okay, yes, I was right. I am so happy you made that connection for me because I want everybody to know sometimes you're always right. I yeah, for am 60% of the time every time. And <laughs> I absolutely love it. So, Chloe, interesting. First Maybe. appearance of Jimmy Olsen, dude. Action Comics number six. It was an anonymous appearance, however. I'm still going to count it. 1938. Also, I believe there was a storyline a little bit later where it was Jimmy on the actual radio. So, right. that's how they first introduced him. Where, obviously, how everybody knows is he is the photographer of Superman. Yep, and photographer of Superman. I can't believe they didn't make him black like the cartoon on Adult Swim. That's pretty shocking. I wow. guess they they went for a different method, which was let's get a character we've already used and let's make it adorable because the one they have in the cartoon, I'm not going to lie, 
I don't mind. Yeah, Usually, I mean, Jimmy can yeah. be whatever. I don't, I don't, yeah, be whatever. Yeah, it's it was so small, and yet I enjoyed it because finally it was a different twist on Jimmy. And even with this, and the reason why I bring it up, it seems very similar to me. And like I said, I don't remember season six. This, it's there's a charm to it. There seems yeah. to be more of a charm where I felt like in the comics, this is just me. It was more of a nerdy thing. And I'm not getting mm-hmm. nerdy. I'm getting kind of, I, I'm getting like the nice boy that I'm even attracted to whenever I'm watching because he's adorable. Hell yeah, dude. He's so cute. I I loved, I hated the introduction of him just appearing out of nowhere, but I automatically love just you know, how he talks, the mannerisms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Jimmy Olsen, man. First of many episodes he'll be in. I'm I'm happy that Chloe is finally going to not even think about the kiss that she had with Clark and we're finally going to be able to have a new relationship. Think about that dick. Yes, and she's already had it, so she already there's no type of guessing. It's been there, done that. I like where we were. Yeah, exactly. Now we go back to your favorite couple, dude. We're going yes. back to the mansion. Where Zod Lex is now bringing Lana back to the mansion. She's like, this is Lex's home. If there wasn't a part of him still alive inside of you, how did you remember this place? He opens up the computer. It still has got the whole like Kryptonian virus thing going on in there. And he's like, you know, you had feelings for this one, huh? And she's like, yes, his feelings for you were very strong. They left an unpleasant taste when I took over his body and consumed his essence and she's like oh my god that was kind of hot how you said that and it's also what the dementors do as well where they're sucking the soul out of the person it seems that zod and you being in that spirit form it's very much the same thing and when he talks about the essence he absorbed i mean he didn't really do that though he just went inside the guy's body I mean, did nah, he, really he consumed cons- his essence. He sucked him off, dude. How <laughs> hard did he suck, though? I feel like because oh, Lana's- dude, come on, man. You know he sucked. I need to know how hard and how long. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. So he says the virus crippling your technology can only be stopped at the original point of infection. It's the only reason I'm here. So obviously that's here because uh, fine hack this computer and touch it with his hand but now lex is now putting that weird piece from the ship onto the laptop and it's spinning upright and it's now he's trying to get information and then it's now restoring power so from what i understood and this is where i think you're correct or I just pointed out that he was confused when the ship disappeared, but he says that the ship is now going to be changing the crust of the Earth, and he's needing that device and spins it like it's a dreidel dreidel made out of clay. I made you shining ready. Oh, yeah. dreidel, I shall play. Yeah. And now with him spinning it, it stops the virus from Xenon the sequel, or Xenon the original story of Girl of the 21st Century. <laughs> but with stopping this virus, he is looking for something in particular, so he stops it for a second, 
pinpoints a certain location and it turns out it's the Pentagon. He says, I need to get something. Yeah. So he's getting information. And like you said, yeah, apparently um, the power is not being technically restored. It would take days for the people to uh, restore their power and something. But yeah, there's something there at the Pentagon that I need. And she's like, what are you going to do? Finish what I started. The black ship sent a pulse around the earth and it's going to reshape the crust. So he's basically terraforming like in Man of Steel, like what they're trying to do, terraforming the planet into Krypton. Or I guess a planet similar to Krypton. And he's like, only this time it'll be perfect. The start of an empire ruled by Zod. She's like, I thought you needed the black ship. He's like, God, you're so dumb. It's the hard drive. I can still do whatever I want with it. It would be able to broadcast to the satellites that I have set up in order to destroy this Earth and, that's why and he's make hacking it into the, Krypton. And that's why he's hacking the Pentagon so he can get that military satellites and stuff. So now... What does Lana do, though? She picks up a fire poker and tries to start swinging at this man. She picks up a steel spear, Joseph. Just say it right. She picks up a weapon, and how does she hold it? She holds it like this. A bat As if or it's a sword, like sorry. She holds it like it's a lightsaber, and she is from Star Wars right now. <laughs> hey, quick question. She's seen him fly, right? Yeah, uh, remember when he shot his hand? She's seen him do super speed, right? Yeah, no, no, no. This is going to be a good strat. It's a good strat. So she says, I can take him. Let's yeah, she's this. like, you know, the fate of your race, I mean, the fate of you can be whatever you want. And he's like, what? It's like, it's like, I just need something. And then now, I just need an heir. And he gets the fire poker and stabs her in the hand straight into the wall. He's like, we'll discuss this further when I'm returned from the Pentagon. I'll so he's like, notes, about time. Dude, right. yes. And this is the best acting I've seen from Kristen in a while, dude. She's like, oh my God. She's like, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck! Yeah, and so it's pretty brutal, dude. She, he literally, he, like, puts his hand there against the pillar and just fucking stabs it in. I thought he threw it in at first. I rewound it. I was like, oh, he just, like, forced it in there. That's even worse. Like, And Lana says you should have aimed for the heart. Immediately grabs the whole spear and pulls it out of her hand, and she says, that's nothing. And she grabs her hand, and she walks out. You can only think... Uh-oh, Lana, the hero, what you gonna do now? <laughs> now let's go to the Phantom Zone where we have Clark. and they're This is Lawrence to... of Arabia, dude. What do you mean? <laughs> they're about <laughs> to enter the race with Hidalgo, the horse. And they're about to do the 300-mile quest. And hopefully he can win the race because that's how he's gonna win his freedom. Right. And Ryoso is telling him that there is a back door in, in here in case anyone tried to imprison um Jarrell or any of his family members what almost like a new test yeah right and he's like wait why why would he do that he's like well like all great men there are people who wished him ill you know so they wanted him dead so he had to make sure he devised a plan a little test and then now we're getting jumped by the phantom gang phantom zone gang and they reveal that oh it's kal-el holy shit it's namek from low crab how yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the dude. It's his. Two, it's Dodge two henchmen from last season's premiere when they showed up out of the ship, and so it's a a fear or a, a fear or whatever. And then the mech, they're gonna kill Clark just off top. 
But then Raya says, no, spare him. We need him to get out of here. Oh, shit. Raya's a traitor. That's what you're thinking, of course. Like, you know. So he's like, nah, he can, he can show us to the, he can show us to the portal. We can get out of here. I was thinking Raya was a traitor, though. Who cares, man? She was not a traitor. (laughs) Oh, before we get to the next scene, do you want to talk about how this is one band, one sound? (laughs) And all I want to know, Joseph, if you want it, it's yours. You want my solo? (laughs) Take it. (laughs) Yeah, that man was really about to shank the shit out of Clark, dude. Sean, what do you think you're doing? He's going to freeze up there like any other crab. <laughs> All right, dude, enough of the crab talk, man. We go to Martha. We go to Martha. We're back at the farm. She's she got the dagger. She the sword of Gryffindor, dude. It appeared for her because you know why? It's given to those who need it most. I hate you so much. What? She, he sent it back with her. It was another one. It, what, what, he just has them lying around? She bow- She's looking at that thing like, oh my god, I'll have to kill someone with this. How do but I guess who shows do up? It? Her boyfriend. He- yeah, Lionel's here. He's like, Martha, you all right? And Martha's like, your son, Lex. He's like, I know, I know, I know, I know. He sucks. He's a piece of shit. We're gonna, right we're gonna fucking kill him, Martha. Don't you worry. Yeah, I know what I have to do. I, I, oh, they embrace. Mm. Oh. And she's loving it. Oh, shit. She's loving it. And then look who else shows up. What on earth is happening? This can't be real. Why am I watching Smallville Lana's Reckoning? Why am I doing this? She shows up. She's like, where's Clark? For what, asshole? Yeah, what do you need Clark for, asshole? Martha's like... He's, I don't know. He's gone. I really don't know. No. Martha's like, you didn't see anything, right? Okay. Yeah. There was a weird, like, oh, get off me, Lionel. Why are you hugging me? <laughs> I'm a senator. I'm grabbing. Yeah. Stop grab assing, dude. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know where Clark is, Lana. Get out. All right. Well, you know what? I heard him and Chloe talking about killing Lex. Yeah. You went and told Lex, idiot. Uh, Lana, this is really serious. Where is Lex? Lionel has to ask this. Uh, you can't stop it. He's much too powerful for you. Yeah, he's like, no one on Earth could stop that man right now. He's like, There might be a way. There might be a way, Lana. Martha's showing her the dagger. And he's like, and she's like, I have to kill him with this knife. And she's like, you would never get close enough to even use that. Let's pause it real quick, and let's say nominee for best plan starts now. Okay, cool. <laughs> Nominees, cool. We're starting strong, season six, baby. Season six, episode one. I, it has to be done. Dude. So, <laughs> Lana's like, no way y'all can get close to him to even use that. But I can. A lot of people are going to die if you don't let me do this, Martha. It's the only way. It's my way. Let me have the fucking dagger. Martha, you know this is my story, right? You give me the weapon, I'm going to kill the bad guy. Lana, how are you going to be able to do this? Don't you worry. Have you seen this ass work? (laughs) Dude, 
unbelievable. It's crazy. It's, by the way, I can't believe that they said, you know what, Lana? You're right. We were in the middle of something. Yeah, you know what, Lana? Here you go. Get out. Here you go. Here's the dagger. Bye. They don't even, they don't even go with her, which makes me think they do it. I don't know, man. They're doing a Joe and Louise in the barn right now. I think so, too. Who's going to get shot at this time? Yeah. I don't know. Shot, shot of face, semen, right? more like. <laughs> 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 yeah, money shot, money shot. Yeah, so they really just they be just handed, handed it over. They just, just handed it over. Like, it over. Like, damn, you're right. You fucking Lex right now, huh? Yeah, we got to give it to you. Now, Lana, you don't go using this as a dildo, you hear me? Uh, don't worry. I got the perfect plan. And God now damn it. we go to Luther Mansion. Lex has a dirty briefcase. That he of what? Been... What is that? It's uh, the control. You said it. The control over the satellites. Oh, right, 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 right. The Pentagon yeah. thing. So this is what he was able to steal. He returns, he notices Lon is not there. And he opens this laptop briefcase, and all of a sudden, we have the hero of the story appear. And she says, hey, big boy. That's all it takes, huh? It's like, yeah, and to begin a new one, a new world. You freed yourself, but didn't run. Why? <laughs> well... I had nowhere to run to because she's homeless. I realized I had nowhere to go. <laughs> she is homeless, dude. It is it is plain as day. It's crazy. The, the, I think that it means like the end of the world, which is why she says I have to accept it. No, no, no. Zod, you came in late. She yeah, you, is homeless. Where yeah, you don't understand. Saying, <laughs> I have you understand. To go. I may this have is... been able to go somewhere if you didn't do this whole thing to the world right now. But since that's happening outside, uh, I'm really homeless now. You're it. You are yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm all the way in, dude. Yeah. Slave, you need an heir? I'll give you a lot. But yeah, to survive, you have to give up the things that you care about, you know? Zod's and just and up. just give in to your fate. Zod's like, oh shit, this slave is spitting right now, dude. Yeah. You would give me an air? Oh, the first willingly. Just first know, confirm. Zod isn't a rapist. Very cool to know. Yeah, he asks. He did. That you would give me an air willingly. I would give you the first of many. Oh my god, Lana, you filthy whore. By the way, Zod, he's seen the diary. He is about this life. Lana's a concubine. Yeah, but she's worse than that. Uh, with <laughs> now them looking at each other in the eyes, they both realize, oh, let's do it on this couch. Lana he starts making out with him. She is then just doing the hair flip, still kissing. And now Lana then realizes it's been five seconds. I can do this. She starts pulling something from the side of the couch while she's kissing his neck. He says, perhaps I've underestimated your race. She's crying as if it is rape. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you just underestimated me. Ah, I'm going to stab you now. And it was the worst attempt. She reached for it in the couch. Also, 
How'd she put it in the couch? When did yes. she do that? She did it before he showed up. She was still there. She got the, back there that quick. This man raced yeah. like he sped ran to the Pentagon, bro. There's no way she was quicker than him. Have you seen how fast Lana is? <laughs> yeah, on a horse. When a home is on the line, you'll do anything. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Very true. We've also said she's a meteor freak. Maybe she's got something hidden in there. All right. So I I had to pause it real quick here before we continue. Joseph, she didn't even wait till his pants were off. Why no, dude. Why, why aren't we waiting until like a vulnerable situation? Lana, you're going to have to do something more than just kiss his neck. What yeah, did we, you think would happen? We did some over the pants shit. Like, what? You're just doing some grinding? If that? Doing some hair <laughs> yeah. flips? For 15 seconds. <laughs> also, why did you pull it out in front of him to stab like in and front? Not behind? Yeah, why aren't you stabbing him in the neck or something? Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, first this? off, put your hand back there, like you're caressing his neck or something. So he's like, okay, yeah, she's like, yeah, she's feeling on me a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And then she just manages to, like, start moving her hand and, oh, damn, stab. What if, hold on, hear me out, hear me out. I got an idea. What if she recruited Martha and Lionel and said, hey, I'm going to make out with him. You burst in, distract him when his head turns. I'm right. going to stab him. So that is a genius plan. But you know what Lana said? I'm going to be the hero. Yeah. This is my story. I'm the and hero of this story. Do you Lana know Lang. the name of the show, Martha? It doesn't say Smallville Martha's story. It says my story. Lana Lang, the greatest hero, part six. She's the Continuing. worst. She's the worst <laughs> fucking person. Lex Zod is like, you shouldn't play with things you don't understand. Tosses her over, immediately just pretty much knocks her out, but she's still conscious. He shows up in front of her. He breaks the dagger with ease. Like, it was so simple. So that wasn't like a big deal, right? Apparently, he would have been able to stop it at any point. Yeah, if he's able to break it, wouldn't it be at this point like, uh, like can he even stab him? If only Lana would have known of another weakness that she tried on his soldiers. If only she knew where a piece of kryptonite was and where Lex hit it. That's where then she would have been able to use it because Lionel already told her that was the weakness of these people. I wonder why she didn't try that and instead tried her sexy dance for 30 seconds and less. And this was the worst plan I've ever seen. Why did she do this way? I was hoping she would have turned a different corner. Maybe because she pulled that spear out, she learned a lesson from her hand. But instead, she said, I'm doubling down. This is me. Watch what I can do. For real. Yeah. She's, dude, again, she's the hero of the story, bro. So, yeah, Lex is like, did you really think you can make a difference, you peasant? Nothing can change the fate of your world. And Lana's like, uh, maybe not. I don't know. Lex goes back to the computer, puts down that chip on the Kryptonian chip thing on the Pentagon laptop. Now we got the globe and the satellites all pretty much terraforming the shit out of this planet. And, and now we're back at the DP. 
Jimmy and Chloe have been making out for quite a while. And as they are then talking, uh, so he, that's what I mean. He has been working there only for a few days. I'm surprised she wouldn't have known that he was in the same building unless this was a surprise. Usually no one can surprise Chloe the way he did. Well, but apparently he's what... in like a different department or something or an office. Cause like he was saying he was scanning old archives, like he was working on old archives and that's why he was over here. Interesting. So he's not the photographer yet, but he will be soon. Or maybe I mean, yeah, because she's she's doing what like the the basement work and he's a photographer. Chloe ain't no photographer. Yeah, we've seen her pictures. They're not very good. Yeah, she had Pete for that. Yeah, exactly. The best photographer. ever. Classic white lady subbing in the black man for a white man. Well, when (laughs) yeah, you mean Bukaki? (laughs) That's who you mean? Yeah, that one. Somehow we're going to Ageless and Forever back to back here. We are already connecting dots. Great episodes, man. Great episodes. But yeah, so it looks like the, obviously the beams of the satellites are disrupting like everything. And it seems like earthquakes are happening right now. So earthquake happens. Chloe falls on top of Jimmy. Classic. And they're like, oh my God, no. Since when are there earthquakes in Metropolis, Chloe? And they're just freaking out. And we cut to that, cut out of that scene, and we go back to the Phantom Zone. Nemec, homie from Drumline, are taking one Clark. One band, one sound. One Clark, band, one is sound. everyone ready? And they throw yeah. Clark on the ground, and they're about to stab him. When she says, no, give me your shank, I will be able to do it because we need his blood in order to open the door. Yeah, he and, doesn't know how to do it. I know how to do it. Give me the knife. And Clark says, no, Ryan, you don't want to do this to me. And she still cuts his hand. And she says, we need the house of Kalel in order to destroy everybody. <laughs> I trusted you, Ryan. Trust is for the weak. But you're right, psych drum line. And she slits the drum commander's throat. And now his other soldier starts to attack him. She then fights him off. She says, Clark, you need to run. Use the blood on your hand to escape. All the gateway, Kello. Go. More Kryptonians are coming down, or evil things are coming down. They stab her in the side. Clark then says, oh, no, Raya. About 8,000 people get absorbed <laughs> okay. with Clark in this space. It's only a several, dude. Come on. It's like four. Oh, no. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Looks like Clark would be the seventh. I guess so. Clark lands. We got blue, yellow, and red going on. He lands like it's a meteor. He's all healed up now. He's back on Earth. But he doesn't know that those phantoms also came out. But he goes and races out. Uh, Lionel and Martha are now still at the farm. Earthquakes are happening. And shit is collapsing over them. Did they do it? Because obviously they've been in the barn. Clothes are still on, dude. They've been in the barn for a very long time. They That's not, it's back. not been a long time. Are you kidding me? Lana went there, went back, okay? you got The mansion's not that. far from the farm, dude. You know what? I think they were doing things. All right, maybe make it out. Give me a make out. I'll give you a hug. A hug? They were already hugging with Lana. Yeah, they wanted out. more body touching, yeah. Yeah. Make out. Maybe, dude, maybe. But yeah, so things are collapsing. Things are collapsing. 
oh, the the fucking farm, dude. This is like the fucking eight thousand time this farm is broken apart. But yeah, something big is about to fall on Martha and Lionel. But who shows up? That boy Clark, dude. Martha's like, oh my god. And so immediately hey. he's like, where is he? Lionel Where's says, Lex? son, I'll tell you where he is. <laughs> Lex is at his mansion. You go and kill him, son. Yeah. And now, and now we're let's at the mansion. go back to the mansion where Lex does have Lana by the throat. And he looks to be saying that no matter what you're going to be with me, she says, no, I'm not. He said, well, I told you I only do willingly. So I now have to kill you because you're not willingly. All of a sudden, as he is holding her, Clark then comes behind her, or him, and says, Hey, Zod, I'm here to save the day, and I'm Clark Kent, the Martian. All of a sudden, Zod turns around, Lana's passed out, he drops her. Kalal, how did you escape? And he seems truly terrified. Clark sees a spinning alien object on the computer that he left for the Pentagon, that thing that he pulled from the ship. He blasts it with his heat vision. Now Zod's pissed because the power is back on. And all of a sudden, we have the fight that I've been waiting for. Zod essentially says, let's do this. He, Clark, a.k.a. Harry Potter, let's do this together. Grabs him, and now they're floating. Yeah, they're doing the Deathly Hollows thing, dude. Dude, they are really doing that. It's crazy. And it's really still a great scene, by the way. It looks I, good. It looks pretty good. It looks amazing. I like, really the way that it shot it. out the window was so sick. That was awesome. And I was really into this saying, let's have a fight. And the fight, does. I wish it was longer. That's my only complaint. But it, it's pretty good here with them wrestling in the sky and then falling into the woods. Yeah, they I'm fall in the woods, the dirt. They make a mound because they're landing yeah. so hard. Throwing each other around. They're dropping down big-ass trees, too. And it's so sick because we're actually getting some punches in, bro. And Clark says, I know this territory. This is where I fought Jeremiah Bullfrog and I killed him. Yes, So now with him knowing the territory, I think he has the advantage. But Zod kind of whoops his ass here and says, you know what? No matter what you do, you're not going to be safe along with the people that you love. And you could have joined me. Continuously punches Clark until this boulder that he's on just bursts underneath him. I am absolutely loving it. Yeah. He now says to Clark, you're an idealistic fool just like your father. Throws him through the mayor's field, it appears. And Clark, one, he looked like that he like had like a gigantic blood burst out of his mouth. And then when he comes back, it just looks like a small cut. Well, I think he, he when he got tossed, all the blood kind of maybe spilled or fell out, rubbed off. So he was rubbing off just maybe the rest. I don't know. But, but yeah. He heals so. pretty quickly. Yeah. Oh, of course. He's a Kryptonian, dude. But yeah, so uh, Zod, Lex, comes flying in. The way he landed was kind of sick. Like, I loved it, even with them showing him heading towards Clark. So it wasn't like they made him appear like just down below as if it was something simple. Like he came in they, like a jet, did kind of yeah. like the Iron Man thing almost. Exactly. You know, it's crazy. Like they describe in the companion that uh, Michael Rosenbaum hated that because like the first few takes it was like really goofy for him so like the the lines the work that hint that like the wires and stuff it was really fucking him up on how to like land properly and so they suggested it to him to land that way like i guess iron man ish like his hands and whatnot and he was like 
I don't know if that's going to work, whatever. But what made it worse was that he did look funny because his cat, like his crewmates and all that, every time he was shooting the scene, they would be laughing and chuckling to themselves in the back because he looked like a doofus, apparently, like because of the wires and all that. So he was trying his hardest to stay serious while they were laughing during these takes. And you're trying to tell me they were in the back. Doofus. Doofus. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. But yeah, so anyways. I don't think Lex... it looks silly. No, it looks good. Yeah, yeah, I think like, as far I... as the final product, it probably just looks silly because, I mean, you're filming. You know what I mean? It just looks funny. Like, probably like that. You don't so. have the special effects that you're able or you can't actually fly. So, yes. But, yeah. I mean, if, if I would have saw what it turned out, I'd been like, all right, I look cool. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And I'm sure it was the case for him too, but yeah, he's like, you know what you are, Kalo? Disappointing. He's like, I, I won't let you destroy, destroy Earth. Earth. <laughs> no. Like you did Krypton. Jarrell couldn't stop me and neither will his son. Then I'll die then trying. I'll die trying. Yeah. Well, you won't be the only one. These humans you care so much about. Swear your allegiance to me and I'll allow the ones you love the most to live. Kneel before Zod. Oh, shit. We got a Superman line, bro. We got the Superman OG movie line, bro. It's fantastic. I love this scene so much. Not only that, it was weird. Even how Clark, once he's told to kneel, I envision this as like the Superman animated series of him kneeling before Zod this way. You obviously know that he has a trick up his sleeve. He's not just going to kneel because even Zod, would have that type of ego. He even says in this scene, kiss the ring now. Yep. And Clark says, did you know I taught the Joker the handshake? <laughs> and he sticks his hand out, and it's not a buzzer, but instead it's Jarrell Stone that he got from Raya. This somehow, did they explain that it could do this? No, I guess because it's Jarrell's thing, like, uh, it's some type of, like, well, technically, what it did in the Phantom Zone was repel the Phantoms, right? So maybe it is also forms as a second function where it maybe just, like, whoever's supposed to be in the Phantom Zone, like, it puts them there. Okay, so it's, like, essentially the guard of the yeah. Phantom Zone. Okay. Yeah. And then now I mean, we see Zod separating from Lex's body. And apparently, fun fact, that is Terrence Stamp's Zod from the OG movies. Yeah, Superman 2. Yeah, Superman 2. That is supposed to be Terrence Stamp as Zod, who now plays Jarrell on the show. But yeah, it left a burn mark in Le Lex's hand. It actually dissipates. It goes away. And so Clark gets his medallion. Lex is alive. He's not actually dead like they were trying to do. So damn. Crazy. I wish the fight was longer, but overall, yeah. that was a good fight. I I wanted more with them. I don't know why I didn't get more, especially where it seemed like that Jeremiah Bullfrog's fight was longer. I get that they spent the money on the special effects and they were worth it as much as I love to compare Harry Potter. I I liked it. I really liked the scene and I wish there was just not one episode that had this, but multiple, and that's just me being spoiled. But I would say this is even better than the airplane scene of Lex having that blood transfusion that was never talked about again, and Kalel stealing the artifact. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, it was uh honestly like the last I feel like that middle like 10 minutes is pretty solid. Like it's pretty fucking good as far as the the premiere and shit. Well, with Lana and Lex? Yeah, dude. I would love seeing her get stabbed. Um she tried to play sex games with him. You know, and uh, yeah, Martha well, and Lana like were apparently... 10 minutes in the middle. That's what you were talking about. Well, like kind of like that 10 minute shot. I mean, after this, it just slows down. You know what I mean? But like I'm talking about before this and maybe like 10, 15 minutes, like from this point before, like. So, Joseph, please tell me, you know, because I'm going to I'm going to I may be tricking you here a little bit, but you have to know with this being season six now. Lois is in this situation. What is Clark doing at the hospital right now? What is happening with Clark? What is he able to do? What What do you mean? Like, see, come on. What What do we usually talk about with Clark going to the hospital? He's getting his punch, dude. All right, hold on. Who looks like that they need an overnight stay and needs a surgery? Damn, Lois. Guess who turned in the punches? Okay. We have our free surgery, our free overnight For surgery for what? She got some stitches, bro. Uh, She looks like she's a little banged up. Could be even a sprained ankle. All I know is how are they paying... Okay, exactly. There's things that are serious. Joseph, we had to have medical team help her out here. We had to turn in the punches because we needed a free one. I guess so, man. Whatever. But yeah, now so we're so, starting a new season, a new punch card, new punch card, new season, new next five seasons. But yeah, Clark is here. Lois is like, hey, Smallville. And so he's like, hey, how you feeling? Uh, he's like, you know, bad enough to know I'm still alive. But I guess I have your mom to thank for that. You know, honestly, she fought off we- wolves and she strapped vodka bottles that were broken onto her knuckles. <laughs> she talks about she can't even remember going the plane going down anything at all but then all of a sudden i was in like this fortress of ice and light and it was so no warm. you weren't no and you're crazy i knew everything was gonna be okay and clark's like holy shit no lois uh you were hurt pretty badly um are you sure you just want her hallucinating like for real and she's like nah man this was real for real like real for real and like i think i died and went to heaven and so clark just can't help but smile reaches for her hand and then i'm glad you're back and he grabs her hand and she's even kind of weirded out by it but it's like but his natural reaction was to reach for her hand and hold it because he truly cares about her and he loves her so much and they love each other and i can't fucking wait until this progresses more and 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 more all right first of all incredible Second of all, <laughs> I I do wanna I do wanna add something with Clark in this scene, and you're calling it adorable. I have an entirely different perspective right now. This man has had a really rough year, and now he's trying to find some love from anyone at this point. And he just wants somebody to be able to cuddle with at night. He just needs to feel good, and he is gonna be looking for that love in anybody. He tries to make a move, in my opinion, on Lois. Lois is shocked what he's doing. Clark is smiling. 
And then no, he but he some... reacts weird too. He smiles. She is not smiling. <laughs> yeah, very weird. But Lex you is know, here too. Lex is here too. They're switching it though. They're gonna make now Clark be the one that goes for Lois, even though at the start of it, Lois wanted Clark. Just wanted to throw that out. No, they won't. Oh, really? Ooh. <laughs> I hope so. Okay, yeah, go on to Lex. Here you go. God, Lex is in the hospital too. And he's looking around. And who does he spot? Oh, his girl, Lana. He's like, oh my God, Lana, are you okay? What's up? Lana is not excited to see him because she thinks it's Zod. And she's Man. literally like taken aback like, oh shit. And he's like, what happened? And he's like, you don't remember? I was in the field with you and then everything went white. That's so that means crazy. when he got abducted, that means he doesn't remember everything, anything. How many times has Clark used the excuse with Lana? I don't remember. And how many times did Lana come back and say, you're just a liar? And so Lex now. Well, no, 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 no. She always gave him chances. But this last time, Clark was like, nah, I cheated on you for real. Well, (laughs) he was supposed to say he didn't know what happened. Clark chose not to say that. But my, oh, by the way, just, what do you? They broke up four times before that. <laughs> no, what they didn't, dude. Talking? No, they didn't. No, they didn't. It was confirmed, bro. We went through it. Don't even try to take it back. Don't I try don't to take it back. It. Sorry, that season's over with. New season, new beginnings. Right, um, right. Speaking of new beginnings, I don't think this is the Notebook anymore. I think this is a walk to remember at this point. Oh, and I'll Lord. let you decide which one. Who is has the cancer? <laughs> Who has it? I'm going to guess the bald guy. Well, um, he, he still has something in his body, right? He was injected with things. He can't be feeling good after all that. Dude. Yeah, so. Hand. Yeah, and he's like, he's looking at her hand. He's like, is this all because it was a me? She's like, Lex, you weren't yourself. The things you did, it wasn't your fault. I tried to stop it. He's like. Alex, I almost killed you. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> you weren't even close. What are you even talking about? Lex tries to soften her up. He's like, look, Lana, honestly, hey. I would have I w- fucking killed you too, bitch. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. And honestly, Lex would have. He for sure would have, honestly. And has, he would not have hesitated and he would have killed Lana. Yeah. He's like, everything that damaged all that, I know, I'm sure it wasn't easy. You're like, nothing worth it ever is. You know, like, yeah, I get it. I totally get it. Don't Don't beat yourself up about it. I did bad things. You did bad things. We're over it. We're the best couple ever. Lana, I'll never lie to you. What would happen? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, Let's go to the DP to an absolute adorable scene. Once again, though, Clark, he, this is rough. This is bad. But yeah, we're at the DP. Back at the DP. And we have Clark making an interest. Obviously, he's going to be checking on Chloe to see how everything was. Chloe then immediately sees Clark. They start hugging. Clark is is feeling weird about it. She then says, I didn't think I was going to see you. I can't believe that you're alive. And all of a sudden, Clark is looking at her still weird as they are hugging, still excited to see one another. 
there. Um, Chloe, so, you know, before I left, we kissed, right? And, like, we embraced. So, like, this is weird, right? I mean, you don't want this, do you? And Chloe has to tell him, no, it was the end of the world. I was feeling horny. It's not a big deal. I'm not (laughs) expecting us to be able to hook up. Clark, uh, uh, yeah, me neither. This is awful. I already feel bad. Lois rejected his handheld. Now we have Chloe rejecting that kiss that they had. It must have not been very good because Jimmy then walks up. Oh, hey, is this a bad time? And now Chloe introduces Clark to her friend. And what I love about this scene and why Jimmy is so great is, oh, uh, you're a big boy. They grow big in Kansas. And Clark is like, really? This guy? Jimmy then looks, uh, I'm James Olsen. Yeah, and Chloe's like, uh, since when? So I mean, since like, you know, now. No. Yeah. 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 Chloe is So he's obviously trying to, you know, match up to Clark. He's like, yeah, it's gotta be cool, you know. Yeah. Also, hey, Chloe, do you want to grab some dinner at the vending machine? That was the way to Chloe's heart because he knows that she's never going to leave the DP. She's always doing her story. So going out to eat makes no sense. Jimmy, like you. Yeah. Oh, and she's like, I would love to, James. Does a little joke in there. Okay. And, and then Clark's smile. like, oh, cool. Yeah. I like vending machines, too. <laughs> Oh wait, Clark, are you are you are you hungry? Are you hungry? Huh? No, no, no. You guys fucking go ahead, man. It's not a big deal. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Jimmy though then says, All right, cool. It, it was nice meeting you though, CK. Walks away and Clark then realizes, CK. I don't mind that nickname. Walks yeah. away. Classic CK. Finally, dude. Someone kind of made it up to him. Thank God it was Jimmy. Jimmy, sweetheart. Yes. For real. Let's go to the next scene where we are at the Clark barn. Clark walks in. Martha's cleaning up the mess along with the condoms that Lionel left. As Martha is cleaning everything up, she says, oh, my God. How are Lois? How's Chloe? Uh, They're both going to be fine, Mom. Yeah. Well, Lionel told me that his connection with Jarrell, you know, it it's gone. Along with any influence over him? Really? Well, you know, maybe all of our lives will be better now that Jarrell's not going to be a part of it. Yeah, Mom. I took Rise Crystal down there in order to see what was up. And when I went down there inside of the fortress, I tried to talk to Jarrell, cuss him out a little more for not telling me the directions. And it turns out he didn't reply to me, so I think I'm right. But you know what? <laughs> maybe the fortress is dead. Yeah, it's so dead. He was right. This is another year. Everything's changing. Dad's gone. I can't talk to Lex. You never did want to. What are you talking about? And now, you know, Lana's. I can't say. I can't even say that. I don't know where it's going. I don't know what to do. He's like, hey. I didn't know what to do at your age either, Clark. Just follow your heart, son, and you'll always do the right thing. Great advice, mom. Thanks. Yeah, you told me that when I was five. Yeah, whatever. You Maybe know. some Kryptonians believe the same thing. 
Gerald sacrificed himself trying to save Krypton. So Riot died died. saving me. So maybe she is a cool stepmom after all. (laughs) Every world needs its heroes, Clark. Okay? They inspire us to be better, even if they are whores that happen to be your (laughs) father's assistant. (laughs) Yeah, assistant. Dicking her down. And they protect us from the darkness that's just around the corner. What kind of darkness? Martha, Martha's looking at him weird. He's like, Mom, you're being weird right now. Why are you yeah, looking at me like hell? that? And then we Guess come to our a... final scene. Guess who's a liar? Lionel. Lionel's a fucking liar. He's in his office, and all he is writing is Kryptonian symbols on the paper. You know what they say, but... right? They what? say power. Yeah. Okay. So That's he's like having a, an epiphany here, and he's realizing, "Holy shit, power! This spells power." And then now we go to the other Luther Lex at his mansion, and it looks like he's got a piece of that weird thing that came off the ship. It looks like it's cut in half. And he's looking well, at it. It was. It was still the brain of the ship, is what we're calling it. Is how I look at it. That Clark was blowing up with his uh, heat vision. Lex, this is why I wanted to pause the real quick here, even though we're at the end. Joseph, he didn't know what he was dealing with with fine, right? Yeah, so he's gonna just jump right back into it, dude. He was taken over by Zod, right? And he's like, I don't remember, but it was a great high. Like, did he like come out of it like feeling good? As if it was just a trip for him in the end? And when he came back, he's like, Man, that was a great reset. Because obviously there's something wrong with him, which is why him and Lana deserve each other. Why are you still you were taken over. Your body was like you weren't gonna live anymore. Yeah, dude. Um, like, but that's all in the past. I'm Lex Luthor, and I'm a curious cat. I got a dude I want. What? Like, I'm so lost. He's You've gonna been... investigate that piece, and he's gonna figure out what to do with it, dude. Watch. This is the wrong hole, Lex. Stop. Go to a different rabbit hole. This isn't the one for you. But now we get to Jeez. the actual final scene. Yes, we're in sorry, uh, Argent. What does it say? Pa- Patagonia or something like that? Yeah, I, it's wrong either way on where they say it's located. As far as the yeah, apparently goes. yeah. But we get like a nice waterfall. But then we get a glimpse of a phantom flying through, coming up the waterfall, and hits the camera. And we cut to black to the credits. Phantoms are out in the world. They're gonna run amok. The Dementors. So yeah, are that's here. the theme of this season, baby. Dementors. Capture the Phantoms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when they were absorbed and with Clark inside of there, and when he came back to Earth, the things that were absorbed, there were no phantoms. It was actually people in bodies. So my question to you was, I thought. The spirits were already in the Phantom Zone and then be sucked out. Is there any people that were sucked out too? Because there were six. So I'm just asking, is there actually people or is this strictly Phantoms? It might be both. Because it looked like we had people that were on legs. Except if it's both. Yeah, I think it's both. Because, yeah, I mean, it looked like everyone who was around Clark got sucked in. Yeah. So all Raya had to do was actually just stand around him. Seems like it. 
<laughs> I mean, people already came with Clark anyways. You might as well try to defend the earth, right? And then you could live it out as you could go visit Jarrell. Maybe she could bring him back. Oh, dude. Yeah, man. He would love yeah. to have her around. Laura's <laughs> dead, you know, the mom. So, but yeah. I can't believe we met a mistress tonight. Dude, mistress, mistresses everywhere, bro. We don't stop. But we're done. Season premiere is done. Season six off to a nice little start. We got a couple few episodes coming up. They're going to be rocking our fucking socks, dude. Especially episode four, bro. You see episode four right there. I'm not even going to look at the title because it's already spelling out something that's making me a little wet. So I'm not going to look at it. All I'm going to say is about tonight's episode overall. It was a nice start to the season. I think I would have wished a Kryptonian appearing versus a Phantom there at the very end. But everything I, I like, my only... Dude, Clark had a bad year last year. And now what the he's show is... Him, even worse one, dude. He's going to be alone and having to watch all of these couples interact. This, honestly, I'd be pissed too. And I'd probably be a dickhead at every person that I saw. You know what's I, funny? I'm pretty sure we get a Valentine's Day episode this season. Is Clark alone? I don't remember. I think, wait. Something happens with Clark, though. I can't remember, but something does happen. But yeah, it's a Valentine's Day episode. It's pretty cool. I don't I don't know if it's pretty. I hope it's like Clark just getting pissed at someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, assholes, and sabotages <laughs> everyone's date. But yeah, man, we we started off big. We got Jimmy Olsen in the mix now. He's about to be a reoccurring character. Lionel's a fucking liar. Lex is still stupid. Lana is the worst person ever. I don't know what she's doing. Martha no, is trying to suck fine. off Lionel again. She's Everyone's fine, okay? I like that Lionel and Martha are now having some mistrust. So we have that drama going once again. We have Clark now being really alone. Chloe yeah. having a love interest. Lana, I'm not even going to think about right now. But we have some new things that are happening. I, Clark is going to be the biggest asshole this season. <laughs> I can't wait, and dude. I'm excited because guess what? What do you want him to Burn do? Burn it down. Right. Burn it what down. Do you, exactly. If I can't be happy, no one can. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm man. Real Superman. <laughs> <laughs> So we're done. Two Nerdy Idiots did it again as your host for the Somebody Save Me podcast. We are done with episode one of season six, Zod. Thank you for listening once again. We will be back next episode to sneeze. Can't wait yeah. for you to sneeze on me. Mm. Yeah, sneeze on me. Boogers, yeah. Super boogers. <laughs> but yeah, leave the five stars for the five seasons we just powered through. And yeah, leave comments, interact with us, man. We got Twitter out here. Sorry, X. We got Twitter out here. We got uh, we got YouTube. We got all the stuff, man. Except Instagram. Don't don't stop. Just stop, dude. Stop. But, Just five star me. Five stars. Five seasons. That is the theme of this. We'll try to add a star next year so that you can put six stars. But right now it's five for five. 
And that's what we need to celebrate. But I'm glad that we had an episode such as this to give us that big shebang. For real, for real. So, yeah, catch us next week. Again, thank you for listening, all the fans out there. So we'll be back. Adios.